Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
You're listening to The Voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Sometimes you wake up and you're not feeling your best. Now, the reason I'm talking about this today is because today is one of those days for me. You know, you can stay positive, and, and I'm a very, very positive person. Now, I'm turning it around as I speak to you because I've learned a trick in my life. I've learned a self-motivating tool that I use, and I'm going to share it with you today. So if you wake up and you're not quite feeling yourself that day, as is the case with me today, if you wake up and you just, you know, you know the old saying, you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed, that type of thing, you're having one of those days, here's what I do. Here's what I've already began to do to turn the ship around for me. Whenever I'm having one of those moments where I'm not on point, don't feel or something seems a little out center, I immediately, immediately, and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm in the process of doing it right now. I immediately start thinking of, of all the little things, all the little things that I have that I can be grateful for. And I start with the fact that the reason I had to get up this morning, See, the reason I had to get up this morning was because of, you know, the work I do, the job I have. Now, you may not have a job that you're in love with like I'm in love with mine, but let me ask you this right here. Suppose you didn't have that job. Oh, man, how would today be? Well, you could sleep in a little bit longer, but when you woke up, man, you'd have to be faced with the cold realization that, hey, man, I ain't working. Man, I ain't, I ain't making it happen for me and mine. I'm not getting it done. And so with that in mind, I immediately I, I, I start showing some gratitude for waking up and, man, just having, having, having work to go do. And then I start telling myself that, man, he didn't have to do it, but he did. He woke me up this morning, that I'm up, I'm actually able, that I'm here again. That, that he ain't through with me yet, that there's really still things for me to do. Man, okay, cool, I'm on point with that, I'm on point with that. And then I just started going over the little things. Man, I, you know, my coffee machine wasn't working this morning. I said, man, I've been down, I've been fiddling with that coffee machine trying to get it to work, you know, couldn't get it to work. I, I called somebody, you know, I'll get some coffee, it's okay, it ain't the end of the world. You know, and I, I, I was, I start thinking about man that I, I have a place that I can go to once a year. That's beautiful. You know, I start thinking about, you know, man, look, I, I got a place that I lay my head. That's mine. I mean, you know, as my father-in-law once told me, uh, when somebody came to see about him and his house was inside his house, talking to him crazy, the police. He said, "Listen to me." He said, "This is my house." He said, "As meager as it may be, this is my house." And I'm the king of this castle right here. However meager it may be, this is mine. And, you know, when you start looking at stuff in terms like that, man, I mean, for me, it's just a trick I use. I start feeling better. I start looking around, man. I start thinking about, man, I, I, I got something to wear today. You know, I start looking at little stuff. Man, I'm, I'm going to have some eggs later on today. I start looking at other stuff. Somebody's hungry today. See, some, so somebody don't, don't really have an option of knowing what they're going to have today. I actually have a refrigerator with an option in it. You know, I start looking at the little things, man, that God has done for me. The little things that's in my life 
And I started picking myself up, man. I started feeling a whole lot better about myself. And see, the more I start telling it to you right now, the better I'm starting to feel. Because, man, as you can, you know, I mean, look, I mean, listen to my voice. My, my energy is picking up. My pace is picking up. Because now I didn't hit, I didn't, I didn't hit my rhythm. I'm up. I'm glad I'm up. I'm grateful to be here. I'm glad I got a family. I'm glad God didn't kept my kids. I'm glad God kept my wife. You know, I'm glad. You know, whoever you are, whatever your situation is, God didn't kept somebody for you on your behalf. That's a benefit to you. Or somebody you're trying to teach something, they may finally get it today. Or something you've been trying to know, you may finally know it today. But you got to accept the blessing of what it is that you know now. Okay? You know, see... If you've been looking for an answer, a solution to a problem, and then the solution come, you know, you got to be grateful for it. You know, Lord, help me with this relationship. Maybe today is the day you find out that that's been the toxin and the poison in your life, that that relationship is what's wrong. See, but because we want to hang on to it, or we tried to make it go against everything that was in us, now we got this toxic poison in our life. You know, you may find out today that that's it that you need to move on. Well, you know something? That ain't the most devastating thing you could find out. There's a blessing in a lot of things that 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 looks painful at times. You know, I said it at best one time. I said, uh, you know, sometimes the breakup is the blessing. For a lot of people, it is, man. Because, you know, look, man, you know, you know we make choices with who we want to be with. Sometimes you done pick the wrong person, you know. Look, and it don't make that person a bad person. That person just wasn't good together with you. That's all it is. And so when you come to that realization, sometimes, you know, it's time to move on. You got to be grateful for all of the little things, man. The fact that you have a way to get around. The way that you have the reason that you have some money to go get on something to go get around. That you in school. It might not be going just perfect for you right now, but guess what? You in school, man. You got a shot. You making it happen. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a lot of people don't have that, man. A, a lot of people don't know what the next move is. At least you're in the process of doing something about it. And you may not know how to see your way all the way to the end, but just knowing what to do, what the next step could be for you, that's good enough. You know, you don't have to know all the steps. Just what am I going to do next? Well, after I do this, I'm going to take this course. Then after I complete this semester, I move on to that semester. I don't care what it is. Look, man, we just got to find something to be grateful about today. Because in your gratitude, God blesses you with more. See, when God sees that we're grateful for the things we have, he gives us more things to be grateful for. It's simply the law of attraction. If you're thankful and grateful for the things you have, you will now attract to yourself more things to be grateful for. It's the law of attraction. It, it works in every aspect of your life. Now, the fact that you don't know the rule, it does not matter. So, the thing that you want the most of in your life is the thing that you're going to have to give the most of. The, things that, the thing that you hope happens to you the most is the thing that you're going to have to have happen to others the most. Lord, I want you to cover me. You're going to have to cover some people. Lord, I want you to hear my cry. You're going to have to hear some people's cries. Lord, I want more love in my life. You're going to have to love more people. I'm talking about real, real love. Man. I'm not talking about going out fooling around with somebody. That's, that's ridiculousness. Let's see, here's, oh, well, well, since I'm talking about love and wrong love and ridiculousness, 
Here's how you know that it ain't from God. I want you to hear me now. If God is involved in it, there is no sin. If there is sin involved in it, it's not from God. Just remember that rule. It took me a long time to learn that one. You know what? The Bible says, do unto others that you would have them do it. Well, they did it to me, so they must want it done to them. I'm going to go down here. I'm going to do this. If what you're going to do is a sin, you have now twisted a Bible verse to fit your method or, or what you want to do. To, to know, simply know that if it's God's voice that's talking to you or something that's going on is in it, Bishop Oldman talked this to me. The God's voice and God's methods or ways has no sin in it. That's you. All right. Have a great day. everybody. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all around the world, this is the fabulous Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Sup, Shirley? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. What's up, Carla? Good morning, crew. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you black out? <laughs> Just for a moment. Junior. Okay. Morning, Uncle. I always know when you black out. <laughs> Tommy. Rich Uncle. Yay, yay. All right, Steve, so you're fresh, back and everything, day off yesterday. One day off from taping TV. Uh-huh. That's all. It was a tough run for me, but now I'm finna go on another one, so how about I'm cool? Mm-hmm. I'm blessed. I would working. rather have yeah. too much work than to be out here looking for work. Absolutely. So I'm going to just go on, right? take this blessing and go on, cad right on where it need to be. <laughs> I won't complain. To the Lord in prayer. <laughs> Paul Jones. Yes. <laughs> yes. I oh, don't that's my song. Feel no waste time. No, that's I don't feel no waste time. Right. I don't know. What's the other one? Oh, I won't complain. I won't no, complain. No, I, I, I didn't Oh, you would love one. that one, Steve. Because I was in the what? middle of complaining, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You done some complaining, you saying? Well, you know, I, I people take my complaining, uh, like for example, you all, um, and run uh-huh. with it. So I have been learned. I've had to learn to temper it. You know, when I have. Oh, because when we throw it back in your face, uh-huh. champagne problems. Yeah. So you talking about that? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we what I'm saying? Because all of a sudden, yeah. what Every, is you worried about that for? Especially Captain Hater. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, Captain Hater be over there going, what is wrong now? <laughs> Steve, you know how much we really love you, though. You know it's, that. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's all love. It's really interesting because, you know, it because it it's show. like all the levels. Junior is right where Junior is. He's at the junior level yeah. <laughs> of his career. Then you got Tommy, who's at the mid-level. And then you got me, who has done a lot of things. That's, that's so, high level. That, that's high level. Yeah. You got, you got shit to come oh, no, He's being no, humble. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that humility. About the, I've done yeah. a lot of things. No. Well, I've done a few no. things. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is top. <laughs> You're there, Steve. You yeah. have arrived. Yeah. Okay. You're it. People aspire got, to do and you be got, you. Uh, once you got <laughs> Family Feud, that did it for yeah. me. I was like, oh, yeah, he's there. Yeah, I've done a lot of things. He's there. I've done a lot of things. It just didn't pan out. 
I've done a lot of well, stuff. So did Steve, you know, that's, yeah, that's the beauty of where he <laughs> yeah. is because he did a lot of things too. You know, you were oh, doing no, some no, stupid no. stuff, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. All of them. <laughs> oh, the the beautiful the the blessing for me is a lot of my stupid stuff was before social media and phone cameras. Thank you, Lord. Praise <laughs> God. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No proof. Won't he do it? <laughs> All right. Well, it is still the show continues. The ignorance continues. It's time for something funny with Junior. He's here with Truth Be Told. Absolutely. We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny. Junior is here with Truth Be Told. What you got, Junior? Uh, absolutely. Before I do start, though, I do want to say that I'm looking forward to going to New Orleans. I will be performing at the Sigma Gamma Rho Regional Convention. I am what? a guest at an evening of laughter with Junior. Uh, Sigma okay. Gamma Rho. Right. Yeah. Right yeah. You what, Junior? Hold yeah. up so I can hit it. Now, I'm performing at the Southwest Regional Convention for the Sigma Gamma Rho. Uh in New Orleans at the Grand Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hotel. For the yeah, yeah, for the sorority. They're having a convention, so I am the guest uh, comedian for the Congratulations. evening. Congratulations. It's called so, I, I Ain't Never Been. Hey, Junior. I know, huh? This at, this you, at the Junior level. Junior, no, no, no. <laughs> no, Junior, that's like their major event of the year. That's really yeah. good. Yeah, what man. I'm saying, though, is Junior. I'm going to behave, huh? No. Damn, boy. What, Steve? Don't get mad. No, but you know, you know how many times I done started this and he done assumed he knew what I was talking about? Mm-hmm. Now I know, Unc, that's at the junior level. <laughs> now I know what I'm trying to say. Now I know, Unc, I'm <laughs> behaving myself. Boy. Like that Geico commercial. <laughs> Man, you know how you be trying to talk to somebody and they think they know it, but they keep getting it wrong. Now pissing me off is what it's okay. doing. Okay. Okay, calm down. <laughs> junior, be quiet. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All I was thinking is you might be able to find yourself a wife. Uh-uh. Because you were not junior, expecting you got, that, were you? No, I wasn't yeah. looking at that. He, how old are you, Junior? 39. You got, come on, dog. It's about that time, Steve. It's damn near about that time. Oh, what, what, what's left? Tommy just got married. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, my girl. My player extension went a little longer. Hey. Player hey, extension? You know. <laughs> but Tommy. <laughs> He did not really it just say long. that. It went too long. Yeah. extension went a little longer. 50. <laughs> okay, let me ask y'all a question, and this is for you, Tommy. Yes, sir. Because I want to hear everybody's opinion. Did you all think Tommy was a good player? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I didn't. laugh at sure. I didn't. I didn't think he was no. a good one at all. No. Oh. I didn't yeah. think he was I thought playing. I was pretty decent now. Come on now. I he wasn't was, good at all. He was always in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah. Always yeah. pranking somebody's husband, you know, uh, just doing crazy stuff. Uh, too many women. Too, you know, it was just too much, Steve. No, I don't think he was I could good name at it. some incidents that proved. And that I would play. really have a meeting with you after you did that. Because if he said on the air, you I know. know. Yeah, that's now. <laughs> no, now that's no, no, where no. we draw the line. No, 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 Tommy. I'm talking about stuff that has been on the air. Oh, okay. of course. What did you think, Tommy? He was going what deep. the hell? He was finna say. About you know that everything time, about me. <laughs> your duffel bag of clothes got threw outside. Oh yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that one. That ain't exactly a good player move. He was dating an older woman, and her son. Mm-hmm. Who Tommy was 
you you were older than her son, right? Or younger than her son, something like that. Her son sons, didn't they, like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They jumped on me, actually, you know. <laughs> the son and the mom? Which is, I told you. Yep. Mm. All I told that boy was. Oh, I know what it was. You wanted him to call you daddy. <laughs> and, then, that, and, you. Then I, and then I told him, don't come in this back room when me and your mama back here. Right, right. Yeah. Man, right. what I say that for? Yep. <laughs> oh. He was mad at you. Ooh, 21 years old, whoop my ass. Mm. I ain't calling mm. you daddy. Mm. <laughs> you ain't my daddy. Yeah, but you just family. met him, though. Yeah. And you're going to tell the boy to call you daddy. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. They weren't in a relationship for a long time? But no, no. No, no. no the boy had just boy. met Tommy. No, Carla. And Tommy told the boy he had to call him daddy. So uh-huh. Tommy, and not in a serious relationship with this woman. Right, right. Just he in the back spanking this boy mama. Oh, God. <laughs> so what let me understand speak? this. Oh. So y'all have to understand the dynamics of Tommy's relationship with the boy's mama. It was nothing. <laughs> Wasn't anything serious. No. Wasn't a committed relationship. Tommy in the back giving the boy mama a spanking. <laughs> well, ain't he that better than out the front? The back. What you say? What? Ain't that better than spanking her in the front? Why is we in the front room with all that? Ain't, I mean, I'm oh. being but nice. But then you come it? in the front, meet her 21-year-old son. Now you want him immediately. <laughs> To call you daddy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, his daddy so. wasn't now. But you warned him. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out where I'm wrong at, though. I still been trying to figure out where How you going to ask this boy that's 21, call you daddy, ain't never met you. He ain't stupid. He know what's going on back there. Right. He can hear it. And then you I mean, want the ultimate respect, call me daddy. <laughs> boy. No boy. wonder they jumped on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't know this story, Junior. Yeah. I just never uh, heard it. You never heard it before? Uh-huh. I, oh, I thought, I thought you could. Yeah. Then he called me surprised because yeah. the boy didn't call his brother and they didn't jump <laughs> They didn't jump He's surprised. Uh, okay. <laughs> just call me. I can walk you through it. I swear I can walk you through Tommy, you're out of the game I'm now. I still know the game. That don't let mean it. just because I'm out don't mean I don't You didn't know, know the game when you was in. Right. Let me go. <laughs> this whole <laughs> thing started was, did y'all think Tommy was a good player when he was out exactly. there playing? No. And we said no. no. All your player stories ended in disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and with him escaping within an inch of his life. <laughs> Each one of them? Yes. <laughs> your clothes been outside in a duffel bag. Right. Remember that time you left your phone at a strip club? Mm. Woo! Mm. You getting tight on me now. You getting real tight on me. You getting real tight. I'm just throwing that out. We'll leave that right there. We ain't even got to go no further. Right there. (laughs) That would never make me cry. (laughs) All right, listen. uh, Coming up. The nephew's going to run that prank back. And we have a special guest in the building. We're going to talk to... The very famous earthquake is what? in the building. Quake We're in talk the building. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So wow. prank. Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. Right now, it is uh, time for the nephew to run that prank back. And don't go anywhere. Special guest in the building, family member, Earthquake. In the building. Coming up. With the man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hip. Yeah. <laughs> Quake. You know it. What's up, man? Out here getting it in. <laughs> I'm telling you. And if they above six feet, you in the game, baby. <laughs> Black man got it. <laughs> Hate everything uh, about Donald is. Trump but them tax cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, because Uncle Sam was on me like the Klan. <laughs> I swear to God. I ain't know I made that kind of money. I'm looking around. I got to cut some of these more obligations. I make enough money for me. It's these children. I swear to God. So my kids do not come here and give me nothing that can't prosper. I swear. I mean it. It's over. I check my kids every day and do a DNA test. Swab you. I need a paternity test. Make sure you're mine. Why you keep checking me? Because the test never come back 100%. <laughs> Always come back 99.9. That means somebody got a 1% baby right here. I want to make sure they ain't in my house, Steve. Can't afford it. It's ridiculous over here. I swear to God. Oh, man. I got to get on something right here. All these channels and everything. Black Panther, I ain't in it. I swear. They mad at the, dude, the little kid for being in the H&M. Oh, <laughs> Coolest yeah. monkey on there. I read for playing of the H. <laughs> and didn't get a call back to play H. <laughs> Where was that boy caught at? It was a thousand apes on there, Steve. Now, I know I was better than one of them. <laughs> they sent me a script with nothing but growls. I went to my acting coach and everything. Couldn't get in the movie. It's a shame out here trying to get on. I swear to God, oh, Steve got every show. Yeah. I said, brother, please, give me, I'll play one of them. I'm coming in here. I'm letting you know it's good to see my man, my people. I listen to y'all every morning. We love you, Clay. And man. I love y'all to mm -hmm. death over here. Y'all is it getting it in. Junior well, dressing boy, better. What I'm going to do. <laughs> junior dressing better. Dressing good. I said, Junior, look at you. Suits and everything. I seen him in Ralph. Like he was going to the club. I said, well, that that that, that Harvey money is really looking good on you, son. I remember you was living across the street in the hotel. I said, keep your head up. Don't you let him get you out of that pocket. And now he ran here with his oh, nose man. up like a Kardashian. <laughs> Not speaking to nobody or nothing. I said, do it, Junior. Do it, Junior. Do it, do it, do it. Oh, Car paid for. Apartment got. Junior's down. Yeah, he's got down. furniture and everything. <laughs> Haircut fresh. Don't have to stand in the line to get in the club. He oh, just, man. He's just balling over here. Come yeah. on, man. Don't do I swear to God. I said, when it's your turn, don't forget your uncle. That's right. Don't forget your cousin. Man. Mm. Right on back there. Man, let me tell you something. Quake, when I first started doing comedy, Quake was the first comedian mm -hmm. to allow me to play an A-list room. Oh, that's how long ago it was. Wow. I had never been in one. I had always been doing club. <laughs> wasn't that long ago. You talking about? That's how long ago that was. Boy, your Man. career ain't before you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quake is going to be with us here for a while, so let's get to the prank. Tommy, what you got? I got Lester Tucker. Oh, oh. Lester Tucker. Run that prank back. Go ahead, Ken. Hello. 
Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach uh, Lester Tucker. This is Lester Tucker. All right, Mr. Tucker, how you doing? This is uh, Curtis Watkins, Soul Brother Number 9. I'm with the BP of A. and uh, The BP of A, Black People of America. What the? Okay. Well, listen, we, uh, we're doing a survey today. We're calling uh, a lot of white households, and we're trying to figure out, uh-huh. have y'all been using the N-word in your house? And if you have, the- how many times are you using the N-word on a daily basis in your house? The N-word? What, what kind of f- survey is that? I don't use the N-word in my house. I got youngins. We don't do that around my house. Have you been using the N-word at your job? Oh, hell no. I, what kind of survey is this? Oh, no, back the hell up. What did you just say? You got what at your job? I got black. What the Look, what business is this of yours if I use the N-word? I pay the rent in this trailer. The I say the N-word if I want to say the N-word. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, brother. Now, look. No, you wait a minute. You let, call me. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you, sir. We're do, all all we're doing. All we're doing is a survey. Now I will tell you this: we do have surveillances at your place, and we will be trying to figure out if you. Surveillance at my trailer. We we will be t- dictating. Uh, uh, we will be trying to figure out if you're using the N word. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. You, if I won't say the N word, I'll say the N word. I don't want to say it. If I find some surveillance in my trailer. I will come and kick your black people's association. This, you hear me? You this, know who you with? Uh, this you Lester Tucker, ain't you? You got right. I'm Lester Tucker. Well, I'm Why with, you want to know how many times I say the N word? We're trying to get a survey on it, sir. That's what we're trying. Survey to Survey my. You just trying to start some. I'm with. I'm Curtis Walking with Black People of America. I don't we, give a hell. I don't give a who you are, Curtis Walking. Sir, why are you calling my house? Sir, I'm just here to ask: Have you been using it, and have you been using it at your job? What did I tell you? I don't use it in my house because I got kids. I don't use it at the job because I got black people that work for me. Okay, I d- don't want to run them off by calling them names. Okay, well, when you go down to the club by yourself, are you guys in there using it? Now, come on now, be honest with me. Are you guys in there using it? Man, let me tell you something. I don't know what the f- about. But it sounds to me like you said, look, I got black neighbors, all right? I ain't, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When you just, when it's just you and them, them good old boys, when it's just y'all, are you using that N-word? Well, let me ask you this. When it's just you and your, and your hoodlum little buddies, do you, I mean, what the, what the hell do you call white people? You, you use the word? I have not used the word, sir. Oh, why did, why you use I, I want to get like I tell you. I don't know who the hell you are, sir. I'm doing the, I'm doing this. the survey here. I'm, you I, don't survey, survey my. All right. Why were white people of America? How about that? See, we can't have our own association. Oh hell no. You're calling me up. Calling me asking questions. Okay. Uh, I just got one more thing to tell you. Are you familiar with Williams? Yeah, he works for me. Well, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by. Williams. <laughs> you all right, man? You got kind of riled up, man. Well, man, you wait till, you wait till I see that, brother. He told me. He said, he said this white guy is going to go off. He said, trust me, he does not use the N-word, but just act like he's been using it, and he's going to go the hell off. <laughs> you wait till I see that, man. That's some shows me money anyway. <laughs> hell, you wait till I see all right, Lester, calm down. Hey, I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Let me tell you, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you know how I know? Because huh? them black guys that work for me have that <laughs> playing every morning in my company truck. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Yesterday was a real emotional day as the students from uh, Stoneham Douglas High School in uh, Parkland, Florida returned. Um, the students have been demanding action from lawmakers on gun control laws. Well, private corporations are showing us some action, too. Uh, this is some really good news. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods, Inc., the, the store, uh, yes. they're taking steps to curtail the sale of firearms, including ending sales of assault rifles uh, and banning the sales of guns to younger people, uh, people younger than 21. The company announced, uh, that was yesterday, Dick Sporting Goods sold a weapon to the shooter, uh, Nicholas Cruz, back last year. I think it was in November of last year. Wow. And the company, do- yeah, yeah, the company doesn't want to be a part of this horrific story anymore. CEO of Dick Sporting Goods, Inc., Edward Stack, made the announcement yesterday on Good Morning America. Also uh, breaking news, Miss Ann is standing by with details on Paul Manafort, Trump's campaign. Uh, he was Trump's former campaign manager. Uh, he pled not guilty to vast money laundering charges and fraud charges. And also, the president's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, did you guys hear about this? Lost his security clearance at the White House. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. It's going down. Yep. All right, Steve. That's big on the CEO, though, to take that gun out of there. That's really, really, really big. big. Yeah. He said that yeah. he, he wanted- I wonder what Walmart's position is. Do they sell assault weapons at Walmart? Walmart tweeted out, they are raising the age for purchase of firearms and ammunition from 18 to 21 years old, and they are also removing online items resembling assault-style rifles. Whoa. Now now we're starting mm-hmm. to get somewhere. Okay. I mean, yeah. Dix is a great move, but Walmart, they're the largest retailer in the, in they the world. They sell them? Yeah. Because oh, Walmart wow. don't them. need nobody money. All right, this is what the CEO said. Take a listen. Based on what's happened and looking at those kids and those parents, it, it moved us all unimaginably. And, and to, to think about the loss and the grief that those kids and those parents had, we said we need to do something, and we're taking these guns out of all of our stores permanently. So, yeah, no chance you're going to reverse this. Never. That's cool. Mm. Never reverse yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, there you go. Uh, that was CEO of Dick Sporting Goods, Inc., Edward Stack, uh, taking a stand. It's just not a gun that's, that's needed. No. Because it's for it one thing. Exactly it's for exactly what it says. It's yeah. just for assaulting. Yeah. For killing. It's not for hunting. It's not for sport. You don't need it for target practice. Mm-hmm. It's for assaulting. Yeah. It's named exactly what it was designed to do, to assault. Now, look, I'm all for people owning guns. Second Amendment rights. No, no. I don't want to put it on the amendment. Because, see, that's what's tying this whole thing up. It's a part of our American Constitution. Yeah, that's what they do tie it to. You're right. See, we keep talking about the Second Amendment is all right. No, it's not all right. It needs to be changed, just like so many other amendments have been made to this Constitution. The Constitution is old. It was written by old people. And they didn't have a gun that ran off that many rounds at one time. And they didn't have a society that we have today. Or where you can get ammo like you can get ammo, you know, any of that. It has to change. Did you hear when Delta Airlines said they were going to stop the discounts to NRA members going Mm -hmm. to their meetings? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the Republican people who are in charge are now saying since they're doing that, we're going to not 
give them the tax credit for gasoline. Yep. Since they're going to stop that. That's mm-hmm. how high up it goes. Yeah. It yeah. triggers The hell everything. you worrying about a discount on the airplane ticket for a few people going to a damn NRA meeting, and now you're going to keep taxes on them for gasoline prices, which affects now everybody else's airline ticket price. Yeah. Oh, boy, y'all. Crazy. All right, Steve. And as you calm down, let's bring in Miss Ann, okay? I ain't calming down. <laughs> well, right now. Miss Ann. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. I'll take it like that. This is Ann Tripp. Good morning, and here we go with the news. 95% of the students at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School returned to classes yesterday for the first time since Valentine's Day when a former student shot and killed 15 students and three instructors. It was uh, only a half-a-day session. The young people were welcomed with carnations and hugs from the law enforcement personnel stationed there. And then, believe it or not, there was another school incident yesterday, but with a twist. Authorities in a, in a place called Dalton, Georgia, say that a high school teacher barricaded himself inside of a classroom yesterday with a gun. He shot once out the window. Luckily, no one was hurt, and that teacher is in custody. Meanwhile, one of the nation's largest sports retailers, as you just heard, Dick Sporting Goods, says will no longer sell assault-style rifles and that no one under the age of 21 will be sold any kind of gun. Walmart also uh, stepped, uh, stopped selling assault rifles, now will not sell it to anyone under 21. It turns out the alleged gunman, Nicholas Cruz, had purchased a gun at Dick Sporting Goods store, although that was not the weapon he used in the massacre at Stoneman Douglas. But nevertheless, that, that's how Dick's Sporting Goods, their name was in it. They wanted certainly wanted to get out of that. White House Communications Director Hope Hicks has resigned her post one day after telling a congressional committee that she sometimes had to tell little white lies to protect the Trump administration. The NFL just inked a deal dropping Papa John's Pizza as its official pie and making Pizza Hut its official brand. Papa John's founder and president, John Schnatter, you may remember, ended up on the Football League's bad side last year when he openly criticized league officials for allowing players to kneel during the national anthem, and he claimed that his sales were tanking because of it. However, Pizza Hut said its sales were up and suggested it may Maybe Papa John's product just wasn't good enough. Schneider also turned a lot of black people off when he promised to lay off hundreds of his mostly black Papa John's workforce if President Obama was reelected. Mourners are paying their respects for a second day to the Reverend Billy Graham as his body lies in state in the Capitol Hill Rotunda. Around us stand the statues of heroes who led the nation in prayer during the great and difficult times. From Washington to Lincoln to Eisenhower to King... And today, in the center of this great chamber lies legendary Billy Graham. And of course, that was President Trump. Today is World Compliment Day. That's a good one for all you trying to make brownie points with your significant other. With more entertainment, today's trending topics, 20 minutes after the hour of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) So he's still here. He is here. Uh, earthquake in the building. Yeah, yes, sir. I came to see Uncle Steve. <laughs> what up, fool? Ain't nothing, man. I heard you got that production company. I'm coming to see you. Come I, on. Yeah, you man. Got ideas, man. I got idea. I'm telling you right there. The idea is tell you. I'm tired of being the bridesmaid. I'm ready to be a bride. Really? I'm, yeah, man. I'm running for a show. I'm tired of being happy for everybody else with a TV show. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to walk oh. down the line. Steve, <laughs> oh, get me away. I'm ready to be a bride. <laughs> I'm away. ready to be married. <laughs> I'm tired of being happy for everybody else. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Good way to go. <laughs> everybody look at me. When you gonna get married? Jesus ain't broke him yet. <laughs> 
It comes when it comes. I gotta say all that. I'm tired. <laughs> I can definitely see you on TV. I'm tired. I'm, it's time for me to get on there. I'm right, I'm ready. Coming right down to Paramount and look for where's my uncle. <laughs> what you want to do, Quake? Man, I'm, I got. I want to do me a, a, a show. I got a, a radio show I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk to you about that. How would you do it off there? I told everybody every time I get something, I wouldn't even be where I'm at today for my comedy club. If it wasn't for Steve. Didn't nobody else come perform in my club because they had problems with it. Mm-hmm. I called Steve up. Steve said he came. Man, he walked in there. It was only 25 people. It was crowded for my club. He said, I don't do no, no <laughs> <laughs> show for 25 people. I said, with all these people? <laughs> well, all right, then. <laughs> he woke up in the morning, went to the radio, came back, did 6, 8, 10, 12, 2. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that that joint out. Every chair. Every chair. Wow. They gave him that 60K. I didn't even know that kind of money came out there. I said, <laughs> oh, that's for him? <laughs> I said, oh, that's for him. We don't get none of it. No. I mean, he don't deal with 99. He was Irish soap, 99.9. <laughs> dog, for real. Yeah. I gave, you the, I gave you the whatever food you sold yep. and whatever drinks you could sell. Yep. Went to Quake's club that night, man. Wasn't hollering nobody. I said, dog, I ain't finna do this all week now, Quake. I came down here. I'm going on the radio in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I feel that whole damn joint up. Yeah. Show me how to do radio. Show me how to do that radio. He said, let's stop by and get some donuts and some uh, orange juice because, you know, these DJs, they get insecure when we hit the stage. You got to ball You got to go and sweet them up. He went on and sweeted them up, boy. That phone was ringing like we was a hotline. Hold on, boy. It was it. The line was loud so long, it looked like we was hiring. It was all the way down the corner, around the corner. I was there. It was just me and him, 6, 8, 10, and 12. Wow. Put me on the map. After that, the other club closed down. It was all me. Oh, man, listen. He did all those in one night. He did it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four shows on Friday, four on Saturday, four on Sunday. And the most money I ever seen somebody. And this was 20 years ago. Well, hang on, uh, Quake. Tommy, I was an animal. Stay with us. Uh, We'll be back with more of Earthquake and the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Animal. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kat, I need a drum roll, please. We we, we need a big drum roll for this story. Uh Uh-oh, what's happening? Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey, the one and only. All right, get get your checklist out. Steve Harvey has the number one morning show in the land. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. With over 8 million listeners per week. All right. He is a TV personality. He is a talk show host. He's an actor, comedian, who currently hosts, check this out, Quake, six popular TV shows, daytime talk shows, Steve, Little Big Shots, and Little Big Shots for Every Young, Family Feud, Celebrity Family Feud, and Steve Harvey's Thunderdome. Additionally, mm-hmm. Steve has, uh, he's hosted Miss Universe Contest. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey will host the return of Showtime at the Apollo, baby. At the Apollo! What did y'all do? Rub the rock. It premieres tonight on Fox at 9 p.m. Steve will tell us how hard it is to win over the Apollo crowd, what we can expect this season, all of that. So set your DVRs or watch live tonight, Showtime at the Apollo, premiering tonight on Fox at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Congratulations, Steve Harvey. Four shows, 
He got there because he was doing four shows at the comedy club back in the day. That's how you get the grind on. I got Jamaicans fans. I need a break. (laughs) See, so what I've done is, Uh through through the grace of God, is I've managed to convince all of my business partners I will not sign any exclusivity in my contracts. If you put it in there, you have to take it out. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the only way we'll pay you this kind of money. Well, I don't want it to. <laughs> because huh? what they just I didn't want, want you, to do... and they don't—they don't want you to do anything else but anything them. Else. No, mm-hmm. I'm on NBC, mm-hmm. ABC, right. and mm-hmm. Fox. The only yep. major network I'm not on is CBS, mm-hmm. but I'm That's on it in on. syndication, uh-huh. but not on network. But I have mm-hmm. all my shows are on prime time and on one of these networks because mm-hmm. I will not sign exclusivity. That's smart. And then I just through God's grace, have been allowed to work with some fabulous partners that work around my schedule so we can fit it all in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to bank shoot shows. The Apollo, I had asked them years ago to turn into a primetime special. They never believed in that. No, no one wants to watch a talent show on television. What? I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) Then here come America's Got Talent. The Voice, American Idol. What the hell you mean America don't want to watch out? What the hell was Ed Sullivan? Okay. No, and wow, I was just sitting yeah. there. And then this this white guy told me, but the booing is barbaric. <laughs> I said, no, man, it's a form of judging. See, y'all keep having judges on show. Yeah. I got 1,500 judges come every <laughs> night. Harlem, baby. And they'll get your ass out of here right away. You ain't got to come back next week. You ain't got to get no number. <laughs> we ain't got to pay all these damn guests coming mm-hmm. on judging mm-hmm. while you standing there looking crazy. Why are you singing? <laughs> they immediately start judging. And before you sue, your ass is judged. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's and over. It's back, and y'all, when you tune in tonight on Fox, it is hysterical. If you think the Apollo was good back then, Lord, I'm I'm telling you right now, it's a better show by a hundred percent. The promos have been really fun. You've been clowning, really good. Steve. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. This little boy, I had this little group on there called Manish. Uh-huh. The oldest one is six. <laughs> <laughs> all they hair dyed yeah. cut. Oh, I saw those little boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He just managed. He's standing there. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm looking at you, little punk ass boy. What's up? What's up? <laughs> and so the name of their hit record is I Need a Girlfriend. Where you at? Oh, okay. <laughs> and Six? so I was asking each one of them, did they have a girlfriend? So the little thug boy, the one think he real hard with the with the yellow hair. Uh-huh. He told me, he said, uh, no, I ain't got no girlfriend. I said, well, you're going to need one because you're going to need somebody to write to you. <laughs> no! Going down. Steve, you don't say that! Your ass is going to be an inmate. <laughs> All right. We come back. Uh, more of the show. Nephew Tommy has his prank fall coming up, and Quake is yeah. in the building. Oh, we'll be right man. back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, whose is it? That is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter. You do not want to miss it, but right now it's the nephew. Who ain't asked that question? <laughs> uh, right now it's the nephew's turn with prank and you know when call. we asked it, too. All right, I'm sorry. I ain't like the response uh, t- I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was afraid of my response. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I'm you glad know to be it. right there right now. The I'll take my place. blessing when I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look in the future. In the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, here it is. Your son and my daughter. Your son and my daughter. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Darren's Darren's father. Is this Darren's father? Yes, it's Darren Singer. Listen, I, I, I'm calling you. LaShonda is my daughter. She goes to college up there with your son. Uh-huh. And the, I'm getting, the word I got a few minutes ago was that the, the two of them that run off and then got married together. I don't okay. know what, 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 what make them run off and get married like wait. that. Wait, 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 wait. Where did you hear this from? I just got a phone call from one of the kids at the school saying that they didn't, that this girl that grew up with it, went to, grew up with all two grade school. She called and said, LaShonda and Darren, then, then, then ran off and got married together. And they done this, they say they done it yesterday or something. Wait, 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 wait. My son ain't, I've talked to him, uh, about three days ago, and he he ain't done nothing like that. I know. So they uh, did it yesterday. I've been calling Lashonda and calling. Ain't nobody picking up, and I call her. The, the, the boy, they give me the boy phone number, and I call him, and ain't nobody picking up and answering nothing. It just uh, it, it ain't like my baby girl do like nothing, uh, nothing, well, nothing like this here. Well, it's not like my son to do nothing like that without talking to me first. So uh, let me call down there and talk to Darren and uh. I give me your number and I'll I'll call you back. I'm going down there to that school myself. I'm gonna find both of them. Now I'm gonna call you to let you know this. Now if I find out that my baby girl then ran off and got married because she didn't got pregnant, I'm I promise you I'm gonna do something to that boy yours if he got my baby pregnant. You hear me? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. You're not gonna do nothing to my son. Now, I, I I understand about your daughter. That's my son now. You're not going down and put your hands on my son. If he if he got my baby, if he got me, that's my only baby I got. That's it. Well, well, I understand that's your only baby, but that's that's my only son. And you talking about going to put your hands on him? You gonna have a problem? If he if he got my baby pregnant, your son Darren going, I'm gonna beat his. I mean that. Oh, Dylan, what, what, what's your name again? What's your Dylan, name? Dylan, my name. You hear me? Is my baby. What's, what's your name? What's your name? Dylan. D I L L A. I know how to spell your damn name. Look here, Mr. Dylan. Uh, you're not gonna put your hands on my son. Now, if my I, baby I, pregnant, I am. And it's the only reason I can see her doing something like that. Cause I told her, I told her years and years and years. You don't make no baby. You don't make no baby not be married. You don't do it. Hey, if she went off and got married, that means she tried to make it right. That's what she did. Mr. Diller, Mr. Diller, listen to me now. I understand that's your daughter. I'm sorry if she's pregnant or whatever, but let me talk to my son before you go down there and talk, try to do something crazy. Okay? Let me tell you something. Your son encouraged my baby girl into getting married and he didn't got her pregnant. I know what's going on. I know what it is. My, now, <laughs> my, son, my son ain't done nothing to your daughter. Let me call down there and talk to him before you talk about going down there and putting your hands on somebody. I told my baby, I told him, leave them little thugs alone. He ain't nothing but a thug. 
Are y'all ever eloped? Oh, you've been married three times. You ever eloped? Uh, anybody no. ran off and got married? No. Well, I should have uh-uh. ran off from the office. <laughs> no, that's right. I should have galloped my ass out of the Wrong eat. That's the day I needed to oversleep. I should have loped my ass out of there. That's the day I should have missed that flight. Junior said wrong E. Escaped. You should have escaped. All right, it's going down this weekend. Ah, oh, man. Matter of fact, first show is tonight. Baltimore Comedy Factory. The nephew is in town. One show tonight, two Friday, two Saturday. Friday gone, Saturday gone. Got a few more tickets for tonight. They talking about adding the third show. Now I'm listening to how my uncle used to do it. I, I, I might do it. I'm, I'm Might. Now you shame, Ooh. ain't you? Yeah, yeah, you did four. That's got Dog, me. Dog, go got get him, Tommy. Don't play That's with him. me. Okay. What you think, Quake? Listen, I watched him. Uh, you understand? Who? I take it. I'm there. there ain't no sense of leaving y'all that money. Again, Quake? Six, what time again? Eight, 10, 12, and two. <laughs> and two. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Turning 300. One thing about oh you, Quake, God. I noticed because we all work around comedians every day, they always defer to you. Like, Quake makes them laugh. He's a comedian. You're a comedian's oh. comedian. Yes, That's, he is. Mm, well, he is so funny. I mean, I. Because he's the purest form of it. It okay. comes from a place. Mm-hmm. Always, quake comedy always comes from a place of realness, a perspective that everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. He ain't write no jokes about dinosaurs and <laughs> <laughs> E.T. Oh, my God, I'm going to laugh at this. 
You could be on a show with five, six comedians. Uh-huh. You can all be in your dressing rooms, individual dressing rooms. As soon as you hear that Quake grab that mic, everybody you walk your on the side there. of the stage, I'm going to go hear this fool right here. I'm wow. It happens. And your delivery. His perspective is retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is retarded. I ain't talking about nobody's kids or nothing, so please don't take it that way. He, His ass. On a, on a to the point where it ought to be, it ought to be inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't know how they ain't made a story about it. <laughs> wow! Thank you. TV Steve. show. All right, listen. Um, coming up at the top of the hour, it's today's strawberry letter. The subject we already talked about it. Whose is it? That is the subject. You don't know. I loved it. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you're in a situation and you need some advice, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. Steve and I could read your letter on the air. Who knows? Just like this one. Uh, The subject today is whose is it? Come on, Tommy. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you, the Strawberry Letter. I don't know. For some reason, I love this subject. Whose is it? Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, this past Valentine's Day started out as the most amazing day with the man of my dreams. We planned to go out to dinner. So after work, I went to his condo and waited for him to get home. The moment he walked through the door, we got busy, quick and wild style. Afterwards, we pulled ourselves together and went out to dinner. He gave me the bottle of perfume that I had always wanted, so the night was going great. After dinner, we went back to his condo and had some drinks, listened to some music, and ended up getting intimate again. The lovemaking was so intense and passionate this time until he abruptly jumped up and yelled, What did you say? It took me a couple of seconds, and then I realized, oh, my goodness. I just whispered my ex's name. Damn. How did this happen? I've been divorced for 10 years, and I have no contact whatsoever with my ex. My man looked at me with this hurt, angry, disgusted look and left the bedroom. This is the second time it's happened. I did the same thing a few years ago. He eventually forgave me the first time and we got back on track. But this time, I don't think it's going to be, uh, that's going to happen. I've apologized over and over, but we've only spoken twice since then. I'm so mad at myself. I'm heartbroken and confused. What is wrong with me? Do you think he will forgive me again? Or is it best to just leave it alone and walk away? By the way, we're in our mid-50s, both divorced, and we've been together for the past seven years. I don't want to lose him. Please help. Wow. What a way to mess up a, a really good evening, <laughs> girl. What were you thinking? Uh, Stay out of this, Tommy. I mean... Okay, okay. I can hear your brain. Uh-huh. Man. <laughs> I can hear him breathing. I can hear your damn brain turn. You guys had a great night. You say this is a man of your dreams. You guys have been together for seven years. You've been divorced for ten. Where did this come from? I mean, did you have too much to drink? Were you drunk? You know, maybe you can blame it on that. But, yeah, this is 
this is kind of crazy, and you, you hurt his ego, you know, not just one time. This is the second time you've done that. How do you think he's supposed to feel? Uh it makes him think, I guess, from a man's point of view, that you're thinking during the most intimate time, not about him, but about your ex. And that's not cool. I don't know how you did that. Uh, you slipped up really badly. He forgave you the second time. Uh, the first time, I mean, eventually, I don't know if he's going to forgive you this time. I don't know. It depends on, you know, how you make it up to him, if he allows you to make it up to him. I don't think that you should just leave and walk away without, you know, doing everything you can. But... You're in your mid-50s. You're both divorced. I mean, it sounds like you have a good thing going. You just messed it up. You're just going to have to, I don't know, really, you know, plead and appeal your case to him. Maybe he'll forgive you a second time. I don't know. Steve? Well, I don't need to. How much time I got? How many minutes I got? You've got plenty of time. Go ahead. Because I could do this. Three minutes, I can get all this in in one time. (laughs) Come on. Let's just, let me explain something to you. Mm. What happened was has happened to a lot of men before. But the title of the letter is, Whose Is It? So obviously, he asked the question in the middle of the session, Whose (laughs) is it? (laughs) And he said it because he knew he was putting in work. Take your time. He done had this thing. All morning, this round two y'all back. You walk in the door, it's passionate. Mm-hmm. All hell and broke loose. Mm. Then bitch your buttons off. Mm. <laughs> That's when you know it's popping off. It's passion right what? there. <laughs> he bit her buttons off. <laughs> he couldn't just rip them off. Uh-uh. I'm gonna need two times to do this because I forgot. I got to set up. What the hell happened? Y'all came in the room tearing at each other. Uh-huh. The anticipation was incredible. He gave you perfume that you always wanted. And y'all walked through the door. Y'all got busy. She says in her like quick and wild style. Mm-hmm. Lord, you know what wild style is. This all over the stairs. What is it, Steve? Yeah. Uh-huh. This when you break spindles off in the banister. <laughs> this way you can't explain how the hell Help. you got that refrigerator handle in your hand. <laughs> this how wild in it is. In the kitchen? Yeah, the block that hold the uh, mallet and butcher knife, it broke. <laughs> really? You can't even find that other kitchen chair. You, you don't even know what the hell happened to it. Why is the kitchen chair outside? You just got three now. <laughs> yeah. And who told the hot water handle off the speaker? That's, that's pretty wild, Steve. That's pretty this, wild. It didn't just happen. <laughs> All the cushions on the couch is wet. <laughs> All of them. Yes. Come on, you boy. can't explain none of this. And it's a crack. In the flat screen TV. That's how wild it got. And the fireplace don't work no more. All the ashes and wood. It just popped off. This is quick and wild style. Yes. When you in there, you can't explain nothing. People coming on. What is all these knee prints in this car? (laughs) Yeah. Girl, is your knees bleeding? 
He got a zipper print on his cheek. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm. That's how wild it got up in there. Now, when I come Pretty back, wild. I'm going to explain to you. Because mm-hmm. right in the middle of this wild style, while he was performing at his highest level ever before, he asked the proverbial question, mm. whose is it? Mm-hmm. There's a word missing in there, but we all know what he meant. You said, mm. whose is it? <laughs> when I come back, we will go down the list of things you could have said and then a list of things that you probably said. <laughs> right after this, all hell breaks loose. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to uh, part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Subject, whose is it? You had some lists? Yeah, uh, Tommy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Now, for the first time, I'm going to play the role of her. Huh? I'm the dude. Tommy's not going to be the girl? It's just for one line. Oh, okay. All I want you to do, Tommy, is say, uh-huh. whose is it? Okay. Then this first list is because she said something wrong. Because in the letter she said, the title of the letter is whose is it? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the letter she said, he jumped up and said, what did you say? Mm-hmm. So now, after he jumped up and said, to avoid the what did you say, let me give you ladies a list of things that you can say if you're unsure of whose it is. Mm. So, Tommy, go ahead. <sighs> whose is it? Ooh, child. <laughs> See, that's easy. He's <laughs> like a bear. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tommy. No, he <laughs> sounded like a bear. <laughs> Whose is it? Huh? Oh, it's you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shirley. Yeah, it's you, Daddy. You're, you're not a good girl, Steve. I ain't got to be. I'm just trying to save your marriage. <sighs> Whose is it? Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Any on, of these would have worked. <sighs> Whose is it? It's yours! It's yours! <laughs> Look at me. Whose is it? Who you think? Whose is it? You better know it! <laughs> <laughs> All of those would have worked. One more, Tommy. Whose is it? In words! <laughs> Those are a list of things that you can use to keep yourself out of trouble that will keep a man engaged, working hard, giving his all. Now, here's what you can't say when he asked you. Now, his name is Nathaniel. (laughs) The man's name is Nathaniel. My name? It's Nathaniel. That's Quake name. I forgot that. It is Quake name. That was on the driving line. So come on, Tommy. 
Whose is it? Oh, hell. <laughs> you knew what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what? I don't know what I, baby, what's wrong? What, what I say? What? Me saying it? You, you call me hell. No, no, I said Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, you I said hair. Uh, Nathaniel, why would I call you? Okay, go again. Let's go. <sighs> Come on, baby. Look at me. Whose is it? What you doing? <laughs> Did you say, mm? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Do it again. All right, baby. Who, whose is it? Okay, okay, okay. Let me think. <laughs> now, Tommy, you got to go, go, go. What did you say? You got to keep doing that. Yeah, Tommy. I'm sorry. What, did you, you what did you just say? Yeah. Uh. What did you say? Do it again? Yeah, go ahead. Whose is it, baby? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I don't know. What did you say? You're doing good, though. Go ahead. You don't know? Come on, baby. Whose is it? Baby. Baby, I said, whose is it? I'm confused. <laughs> Baby, what? Why you asking me that? Yeah. What, 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 what you talking about? I, just, I asked you, whose is it? Okay, last one. Last one. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, baby, whose is it? Everybody! Who's it? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Whose is it? Baby, whose is it? What your name is? <laughs> my name ain't Thanya. My name ain't Thanya. You know what you did, did. Put your own name. I'm busy. I'm trying to work on I just want to thank you for letting me be the guy. In word. Sorry. In word. Sorry. That just covered. Uh, yeah. In word. Uh. Oh, man. Tommy's so messy, man. huh? He was really into uh, it. But he dog. forgot a part. I he know. Didn't he forget? Tommy's sweating. And yeah. yeah. Breathing, breathing hard. Oh, it's just a reenactment. I mean. But he got that part down. Yeah. Put, yeah. Your, put your shirt back on. Oh, no. <laughs> no shirt on. Hey, we don't know you like that. <laughs>
right, listen, we got to get out of here, guys. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts. Where are we going next? On today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. And please join me today. It is today for the Strawberry Letter Live After Show on Facebook Live, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time today. I'll see you there. Uh, so, Steve, our, our man Earthquake is still in the building. Yeah. We got to finish talking to him. We'll be back. I'm going to let him go after this. Okay. Next up, Quake. <laughs> loose in the booth. <laughs> Whose is it? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Carla's reality update coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, uh, Steve, you have some sand and soul information, and then Quake is in the building. You said you're going to let him Man, go. Man, let me tell y'all <laughs> something, y'all. Uh, in only eight weeks, uh, we have sold out the rooms at the Hard Rock Resort uh, for this year's Sand and Soul Festival. But I got a special announcement, so everybody listen to me. Listen to me right now. Next door to the Hard Rock, we've got a hotel called the Ryu Republica, which is right next to the Hard Rock. It's also all-inclusive, alcohol 24 hours a day. And we just cut a special deal with them and a special chain. And now, all of our Ryu guests who are next door mm-hmm. can attend the full schedule of events hosted at the Hard Rock. Okay. Did you hear me? I heard I you. Hear you. So everybody that stays at the Ryu next next door mm-hmm. can now participate in all full events for Woo! the entire day. You know, at first we had to do it where they could come in for the evening events. But now the Hard Rock has opened up the doors and said the Ryu guests can attend the full schedule of events hosted over at the Hard Rock. So ain't nobody going to have to miss nothing. I don't care what hotel you in, you ain't going to miss nothing. So just y'all head over to steveharveysandandsoul.com or you can call this number. I'll give you a chance to get your pen out or type it on your phone. steveharveysandandsoul.com or you can call one 800 684 2855 1-800-684-2855 and you can reserve your uh, room at the Ryu Republica today uh, now when those 100 rooms are gone that's it now I want to see y'all there Yeah. after these 100 rooms are gone at the Ryu that's it I ain't got no more <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling y'all man to come on San the Soul Festival weekend 2018 we got 17 events Five days, four nights. We're going to have a really incredible time. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino and the Ryu Republica Resort, which is right next door, is all now inclusive. It's in Punta Cana, Dominican Republican. Uh, excuse me, Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dates, everybody, is August 30th to September 3rd. If you haven't reserved your room, you got to do it, man. Y'all going to miss one of the hot events. Uh, and only Sand and Soul guests are allowed on the resort and at the events. So you have to be at one of these locations. Other than that, we can't help. Now, only 100 rooms left at the Hard Rock Resort and Casino. And a big announcement, we just added another 200 rooms. Woo! And they're going fast, Steve. At the Ryu Republic. And Mm -hmm. they're going. Mm -hmm. Now, the Ryu, y'all, you can look it up online. It's really an amazing resort. It's all-inclusive food and liquor. And all Sand and Soul guests will have access to the Hard Rock Resort. Uh, for the nightly theme parties, concerts, Showtime at the Apollo, and, of course, the comedy show. It's 24-hour room service. All that's included. Leave your wallets at home, y'all. Come on, man. Y'all have a great time. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com 
or you can call this number, 800-684-2855. This is the last time. I'm going to give you the lineup. Y'all ready? Let's go. Cat, drum roll, please. Let's get it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the welcome party. Come by repping your city, repping your job, repping your college, or repping your frat. If you had a post office, rep that. UPS, <laughs> rep it. You down at Telecom, rep it. Rep it. The next event, we'll have the Players Ball. Come Play. raise a sharp, dress to impress. The Players Ball. Come on out there and bring it. Then, number three, we having a 70s party. Oh. Put mm-hmm. on your favorite 70s attire and come with it. Afros, dashikis, platforms, bell bottoms, uh-huh. pimping, baby. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what I'm going to wear. I'm going to let them have it, though. And then we got the comedy show. We got Tears of Joy uh, with your favorite comedians. Quake will be there. Kier yes. will be there. Yeah. Yes. Precious yes. will be there. Ooh, Precious. Yes. so funny. Lord, we're going to end in them. Then we got Showtime at the Apollo night, where if you so think you got talent, you can come on up. We got to act like a success master class. We got the beauty bar that's going to be hosted by my wife, Marjorie. Marjorie. Uh, and then we got the Steve and Marjorie Harvey uh, Charity Golf Classic Tournament. The golf course, fellas, is right there at the hotel. Come and enjoy yourself, man. We'll have a good time. Uh, we got uh, jazz and cocktails on the beach. Uh, we're going to have cigars sexy. and cognac rolled on site. Yeah. Okay. We got the all-white concert. Okay. And we got a live Q&A with the morning show crew. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh-huh. On that uh, Friday morning, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun last morning. year. This is going to be yeah, really fun. This year. Yeah, we had a great time. <laughs> that was fun. And I haven't even told y'all who the performers what? are. Yeah. Come on. Tell us. I ain't going to do it. Oh, oh come, come on, Steve. Not no, right now. Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because number one, y'all ain't flying way over there to see no damn body. Because you're old. <laughs> Young people fly to Amsterdam to see Bruno Mars. Y'all old. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't flying. Oh, that's nice. He going to be there? We going over there to have a good time, man. So I, and we have the lineup completed, and I'll tell you what that is later. But saying the soul, it's a big day today, so get your reservations in. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's big. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You're all right? <laughs> did that yeah. take a lot out of you? <laughs> yeah, it did. That was exhausting. Quake, we what look forward to be... seeing you over there, Quake. Yeah, I'm going yeah. over here, and so don't be hitting me all on my text saying, can I go? I got one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Quake. Like, yeah. I'm doing it. Now I'm cute. <laughs> now you cute, Yeah. Man. <laughs> hey, Quake. Yeah. Quake, you ain't going to ever get married again, man. No, but no. That last one really did me bad, man. It set me yeah. back like Aww. slavery. <laughs> I, what? Yeah, it what? kicked me back, man. I, it was rough there. Who, I only messed with temp work. Uh, temp work. Mean, <laughs> Whose fault was it that it It was up? mine. Oh, it was, Every it was relationship is mine, but I can't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? More with, I got to work with me. More with Quake when we come back and call us reality update. <laughs> we'll be back. I can't leave me. I can't leave me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right before we get to Carla's reality update, Quake, uh, you were saying now? Well, I'm just saying, I'm uh, Steve, I'm never getting married again, but I'm going to mm-hmm. find somebody because I'm in my 50s and my prostate's giving out on me. So I'm, 
<laughs> yeah, boy, I went in there, Steve, and I swear, man. What they did to me in there, I bought a T-shirt saying, me too. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen to me, man. I, man, it was, it was, I was feeling some type of way when I came out there. He threw, <laughs> he, I didn't know what the process was. I swear to everything, man. They got a me, me too my clothes, me shirt. Yeah, it was a me too. I was in there. Threw the tissues on, you know, box of tissues on there. Put your clothes on. Come on in the office. I said, no roses? <laughs> I, I, I looked at them. And you're, you can't take your woman in there with that because she's like, ah. Ah, you couldn't take it, huh? Ah, don't you say it didn't hurt? <laughs> Breathe slowly. <laughs> I mean, it was it was I'm ridiculous. Done. I'm done. Got I'm me done. right here feeling bad, man. I did everything. Okay. It was terrible. Oh. It was terrible over here. So I gotta find be somebody quiet, to be with me. Here, somebody no, got to be I'm with me down. right now. Somebody uh. gotta hug me or something. I gotta find <laughs> something. Well, it ain't gonna be me. I'm, I'm telling you right here. Cause I ain't up there. I got quantity, but the quality gone. <laughs> so I got to find somebody to hug me and snuggle. <laughs> Because it's gone over here, man. I see why. Next time, I said, just let me have prostate cancer. If this is what it takes, if I got to go through this, I'll take, I'll take the cancer. I swear. Let me lose weight. I just ain't going in there with that man no more. That man is in there with a glove that's taking away my self-esteem. I started four fights. Step on my tennis shoes again. Step on them again. Step on them again. What's wrong with you, the man in that room over there? Me too, me too. I'm part of the me too movement. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Man. I'm letting you know my PS, my PSA was high. I didn't know. He said we need to do an exam. I thought it was a regular exam. Did I not know? Bend me over and it was terrible. It was it. At least you went in. That's a good thing. Yeah, do it, please, brother. Please get checked. You got to go. Yeah, but keep. But you gonna feel something? Yeah. You pee in that cup and they come back and they tell you PSA high. We got to do an exam. You got to get your mind right, man. Yeah. When I used to go, because I started doing them at 40, right? So what my assistant would do, Quake, was she would have she would schedule me two days in a row at the exact same time. Because the first day, uh-huh. or if I sit in the, or, or, or if I sit in the, that's not my phone. That's probably Jay's cheap-ass phone. I keep leaving in here. <laughs> No, Jay. Oh, he still got house rent. <laughs> <laughs> the landline. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so I get mine for two days because, like, the first day, if I'm sitting in there and they don't take me right away, and I start thinking about it, mm-hmm. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. So then I come back the next day. So now my doctor know when Steve come through the door, we got to take him right away because his ass, if he think about it, he going home. And that's why women it's too have hard, babies. But I switched doctors though quick. I got a, I got, a, I got a female doctor now. That's why women yeah. have babies. You guys can't handle. They it. work better. No, yeah. Yeah, you I just didn't know what it consists of. Smaller. Yeah, the fingers are smaller, man. Yeah, I ain't know what it consists uh, of. Oh, you did. no. But then she told me though. She said, um, she told, she said, Mister Harvey, you don't have to look back at me. Well, I'm trying to get something out of this. <laughs> This is a medical examination, and that's it. Mr. Harvey, you don't have to look back at me. I'm trying to get something out of here. Make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) 
You need about just, two hours to regroup after that, though. Oh, you more than two hours, uh, Tommy. More than two hours. Like you're still getting Oh, over. no, it's still over here. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the examiners that was at the club. I saw her. When I walked in, I turned around. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. We all, uh, no, we cannot be in the same club. It's going to be She was there. She witnessed it. I know she's going to tell her girls. Let's get on out of here. There he is, girl. There he is. You should have saw him over there. Oh, he was in a ball in a fetal. There he is. Walked out there. Girl, Just, he couldn't handle it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look how he looking at the flow. <laughs> couldn't even eyeball it, Junior. You did better than me, Quake. I tore that whole room up, man. Oh, man. No, you won't. You paralyzed. You paralyzed. Oh, yeah. It you ain't moving. He said, the man in the room with the glove is taking all my confidence. I started four fights. God, I can feel my self-esteem up. Yes. It's, it's Junior something, man. I see. They say black men are the leading part. Oh, Junior ain't been it. there yet. No, nah, not yet. Nah. Oh, yeah. when you come, well, Junior. Right. Junior, next year is it. You 40, you got to start going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this year, yeah. You're supposed to go at 40, man. Yeah. And you got to go every year. Yep. Yeah. What I did was I got mine so under control. My PSA is so low now, man. I have, like, outstanding PSA because it was kind of high, and I had to lower that PSA, man. So I started eating the right foods and taking the right supplements, herbs, and I got my PSA so low that now I just have to urinate in the cup. Yeah. You know. I, I thought PSA was public service announcement. I thought they wanted it to It is. When they put their finger up there, it do be a public service. <laughs> <laughs> it gets your attention, it do. don't it? Get, you have your undivided to the damn alert. Please, men, go get checked. Please. Uh, That's the message here. Stay healthy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, we do it in joke form. Absolutely. And like Coit got ready to say, African-American men are leading Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the high percentage because we have this ignorant thing, ain't nobody touching my butt. Mm -hmm. But if you don't let nobody touch your butt, because prostate cancer can be be cured if you catch it early. That's right. That's right. And man, it's it's an in it's an uncomfortable exam, but you can die from this. And it's only three seconds. Trust me, it ain't that's a long three though. I know, I know. Well, one Mississippi. Yeah, know. Say it's only three seconds. Two though. Mississippi. <laughs> three Mississippi. I don't think it's three seconds, Tommy. It's three seconds. Man. It just seemed long to you, man. Seconds. That's the longest three seconds of my life, man. I'm telling you, if it's three. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. <laughs> One Mississippi. <laughs> One Mississippi. <laughs> One Mississippi. Three Mississippi. Get your finger. Three Mississippi. <laughs> Damn, Four. dog, that's too long. Four Mississippi. <laughs> Four. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla, here we go with reality update. Come on, Tommy. Get ready, get ready. She is here, Carla Farrell, with reality update. Okay, thank you, nephew. Thank you, Shirley. You guys, it's Quake, Quake. You okay. in here on this one? I'm with you. Okay, okay then so I'm gonna shut up and let Quake work. <laughs> okay, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, Quake, last week we kind of talked about the whole thing with Nene. If you've been watching this Roachgate, Steve looked at this video, determined that Nene really don't have roaches at her new house. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that Kim put out and her daughter Brielle. You guys remember this whole video drama. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the ladies are in Spain. They're on this trip. They were at brunch and they told Sheree, Nene told Sheree that she needs to tell Kim, 
you know, since you're the bone collector, since you talking and telling everybody stuff, you need to tell her that she was foul for what she did, putting out the video with her daughter, and that you need to let her know that she was foul for that. Sheree said she didn't want to talk to Kim about all of that because she didn't want to tell Kim how to raise her children, her child, because she don't want nobody telling her that. So that was that drama. Anyway, Cynthia realized that her accommodations for the ladies, you know, the house that they were staying in, Shirley, was Uh not fly enough, Mm -hmm. you know. So the ladies were not filling the house. They felt like it was whack. Nene came in, saved the day, booked hotel rooms, so the girls were happy about that. Mm -hmm. Out and about, they were sightseeing around Spain. Uh, They were driving around, go-karts. They had... uh, Portia had a little fender bender. Did you see that crashing up the yeah. folks' go cards? That's my space. baby there. <laughs> Portia. That's yeah. your baby Portia. Oh, yeah. I married her without no restraining order or nothing. I, I'll be good with that. <laughs> well, check this out. Be good with Portia. So, yeah. Your girl, Portia Quake, you guys, Marlo. Marlo went Ooh. in on Portia, and yeah. she was very rude, and she was very mean to her. She talked about this welcome mat at her house, saying it was too small. She told her that she had stinky breath, and yeah. it was just ugly. I was, I was on Team Portia at that point. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Wait, she it said very, that her welcome mat at her house was too small. Was too small? Who yeah. says that? Yeah, Who it was, does well, that? Maybe, Why you well, maybe it's just because I got a big-ass dough. All by perspective. Yeah, I just thought that was that was very ugly. If you go look at the mat in front of our house, I don't know who gave us this mat in front of our house. It says Nana and Papa's house. We spoil grandkids here. That's the mat in front of my house. The grandkids. I don't know who the hell gave me that little ugly ass (laughs) mat, but I you know. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, just, I just wipe my feet and walk on in. <laughs> right, that's what it's for. Exactly. So anyway, Portia had this hand fan in mm-hmm. her face, and she was fanning while Marlo was talking to her. Marlo insulting this girl. She grabs her fan. Portia jumps up. You know it's about to go down. Security, security comes in to try to break all this up. Long story short, Portia left. Portia yeah. went to talk to Nini. It was just too much. All of that was really too much. That was much a really good she... moment, though, Carla, don't you think, between Portia yes. and Nini? Yes. Mm-hmm. She really went to Nini and just said, you know what? I feel like I can't win in this situation with these women, mm-hmm. so I'm out. So Portia left, and the girls, you know, kicked it and stayed in Spain. But uh, hit me up on Lips by Carla. Tell me if you were on Team Portia or Team Marlo. Team Portia. Marlo. I'm telling you now, Portia. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do no wrong. <laughs> Carla, did you hear about Kim Zolziak getting her daughter a custom-made gun for her birthday? Kim and Brielle. It's Because it's, <laughs> Brielle know. is getting ready to move out on her own, so Kim bought her a gun. $1,300 gun, yeah. They in the NRA? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, they live in Georgia. And, and it's legal. You know, it is legal. But, yeah, yeah she got her a gun for her protection because she's moving out on her own. So that's Reality Update. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, we are here, the whole Steve Harvey Morning Show, with our special guest family member, Earthquake, the one and yes, only. Sir. Yes, I am in the <laughs> <Yeah>. building. <laughs> Glad you stopped by today, Well, Quake. you know, I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> Y'all are doing so well. I said, let me come by and let you don't forget about your old cousin. Uh-huh. Never, <laughs> yeah, never you that. know, I know, I love never you. That. You know, I love you. <laughs> this Friday, come see me at the Cots Auditorium Arena. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. in um, Oklahoma City. Okay. Go and get that money in Oklahoma City. <laughs>
in Rochester Auditorium in Rochester, New York. So come see your brother this weekend, Friday and Saturday. I think I got one ticket left. <laughs> Just one. Go. That's Just good. Just one. Yeah, that's oh, I good. get that money on mm-hmm. that end. Mm-hmm. Trying to spread out. This one job ain't getting it. Okay, quick, I have a question for you. You yes. and Steve have known each other for a very, very long time. Over 25 years. Yeah. Steve keeps toying with the idea of stepping back into the stand-up arena. You know, he left it a few years ago in Vegas. Oh, yeah. We were all at his final show, his, yes. his farewell show. I was there. Uh-huh. And I looked up there, and I was the same way. I said, no, it's too early. Yes. He's great. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. You can just... I just watched him. Steve used to sit back and just tell all the comedians what they need to do. Steve was blunt with it. He'll tell something. You ain't going to make it. You ain't wasting your time. He said you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it. Dream killer. Ain't no dream. He was true. You ain't got what it takes. Is any of them here? None of them. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) He used to tell Uh, them. mm -hmm. He used to sit back Mm -hmm. and we just sit there. Me, Dez White, the rest of us sit in this club. 400 people, man. It's packed. And it's in. But he's always was able to take any subject mm-hmm. and elaborate on it and just go on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I took from him. And see, while I watched him from that point on to just take a subject like a lie and just <laughs> let it just morph uh-huh. larger and larger mm-hmm. and larger. And I took it from there. And I remember one time me and him was riding. He might don't even remember that. Mm-hmm. I was writing this down. And he said, what you doing? I said, man, I'm writing this joke. You just grab the paper and it threw it out the window. I said, what you doing, man? You don't need to write. Yours come straight out your mouth ready. Do you the way you are. Wow. I haven't done it. I haven't done it no other way since. Wow. Just believed in it Uh from that point Uh on. Never knew what I'll say when I'm getting on stage because of what he told me. Are you kidding me right now? Really quick? You never know. You just hope it comes out like it's supposed to. Because if I sit back here and say, that's why I like to come and go straight on stage and not just wait around. Other people mess with my environment. But Uh boom, I got that from him. Wow. So you think that knowing all that you know about Steve, he's ready. He's still got it. We think so. We definitely think so. To be quite honest with you, and I'm, I tour every weekend. He Mm could walk out of his bed right now Mm -hmm. and handle anybody that's out here. Just off the top. Handle. All right, Steve. Handle. You heard it from one Hando. of the best. One of the best. Hando. Uh-huh. He needs to go me, you, Junior, and crazy over here, the nephew. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, let him host and go and get his chops on up. And Jay. And then drop it Jay. on down in Jay and do Steve Harvey and family. I like it. <laughs> hey, comedy. But hold on, quick. Yeah. The tour just going to be on Wednesdays. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That'll do eighteen thousand. That'll do all us. We ain't gonna let these other shows go. That's all right. We'll take a Wednesday. I do it at noon. So we'll get it. Steve, you gotta Six, think about 18, that now. I could do Quake, one I of the best do, in the business. I could do something in September, October. I think. We'll be back with our last break of the day. Uh, we'll say goodbye to Quake for the moment. And then, Steve, you have some closing remarks. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. It's been a good morning. Uh, Fun hey. morning. Yeah. Thank you, Quake, for stopping by. Well, thank blessing Quake for stopping Quake. by. Man. Thank Quake. you for having me. Yes, <laughs> thank you. We're going to have to do it more often, man. Please. Uh, anytime you call. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Love you. All right, Stay Steve. Just one more thing. Um, Closing remarks. You know, yesterday I did, uh, I clowned on my closing remarks. I did Roscoe Wallace, which I Get enjoyed here. thoroughly. Singing Get Here, yeah. Yeah, but there was a school 
mm-hmm. who listens to the show for the closing remarks. Nice. And they were upset that I did closing remarks. No more Roscoe. <laughs> we want them closing remarks. And so that's what they said. <laughs> I didn't know. So I'd like to apologize to Hardy Middle School <laughs> in Jackson, Mississippi, for being irritated at me <laughs> because I didn't do closing remarks. A middle school? I love yeah, it. Man. Yeah. So they That's affected sweet. me. They they affected me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just said, okay, I'm sorry. You're right. So closing remarks it is. You touched the world. So mm-hmm. so um here it is. My closing remarks today are about the effort that it takes to become successful. And in case you're confused about it, let me clear up the myth that if you want to be successful in this country or you want to be happy financially in this country, it requires an all-out assault on your behalf to attain it. I'm going to say it again. It will require an all-out assault in order for you to attain it. If you want to be successful in the United States of America, really, I don't care where you are, but I'm just talking because the show is here. If you want to be successful in this country, financially successful, it is going to take an all-out assault on your behalf. Success is not easy. I'm not going to paint this picture for you that, oh, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it who's willing to apply themselves the right way. But if you're not willing If you think there's a shortcut, I have news for you. It's not. You have got to start getting doggish about your own success. You have got to make success an absolute requirement. Failure is not an option. Now listen to me. You will fail the whole time you're trying to be successful. But to allow that failure to consume you, stop you, drop you, sink you, that's unacceptable. Because failure is really just a valuable learned, gained experience. That's all it is. It's not an end all for you. So let me help you understand something. Let's start with eight hours of sleep. As you've heard most medical people say, is required to live a healthy life. Those people who put out their survey are not wealthy people. I can assure you that. Because let me explain something to you, and I've talked to a lot of well-off people. If you are not where you want to be in life financially, you can ill afford to be asleep eight hours a day. If you are asleep for eight hours a day, you are asleep a third of your life. It's only 24 hours in a day. Eight hours is a third of that. If you are asleep a third of your life, it's nowhere in the world you'll be successful. You can't. There's a scripture that says something to this effect, that people who love to sleep, who love the folding of hands, poverty will set upon you like a thief in the night. It says in so many words that that's not it exactly, but that's like the New Testament meaning, that new version. If you love to sleep and you love the folding of the hands, just sit around with your hands folded, poverty will set upon you like a thief in the night. Now, let me ask you a question out there. How many of you, just with us talking, how many of you know someone who loves to sleep? 
I think that would be all of you. All of you know someone who loves to sleep. Now, let me ask you something. Ain't they po? The answer is yes. Ta-da, scripture proven. Period. It requires an effort. You are going to start to have to eliminate some of the junk from your life. You can't be at every happy hour every day. You can't be at every party they throw. You can't smoke one every day. You can't watch every TV show that comes on every Wednesday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and never miss an episode. You cannot do that and be successful because now you're putting yourself on somebody else's schedule and their timing of their schedule has nothing at all to do with your success. Think about it. So what you watch Scandal every day? The people on Scandal are already successful. If you're watching a particular show every day, every time it comes on, and you have a series of those shows, you're scheduling your life around other people's success. You can't be tending to your success if you're on front of the boob to watching other people's success. It cannot happen. To be successful, it takes a massive all-out assault. Stop messing around. Take as much, eliminate as much trash from your life as can as you can and apply it to where you are trying to go. It will serve you well, my friends, to put forth a massive effort because that's what it takes to be successful. Those are my closing remarks today. I want to say thanks to the Hardy Middle School in Jackson, Mississippi for bringing me back on around. I slipped off yesterday. I was just being ignorant. It felt good to me, though. I wasn't but mad at it. Uh-uh. No, I wasn't mad. I sang, I sang Get Here all day long. Yeah, a lot of fans, too, though. Yeah. Y'all have a great weekend, y'all. Be here. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.